the scene opens up. You can hear the sound of waves in the background. Sun shining in the sky. Camera pans in. It moves into a flock of seagulls. They're annoying squawks are filling the air, but still there. The camera narrows in onto one single seagull. And as you notice, as the camera is paneling in, you hear some rock music in the background. There's some incoherent Japanese singing of some sort for a little bit. And there's, you know, the Japanese voice screaming something to the effect of, We are pirates! Or, Friends forever! And the sequel turns to its right and swoops down, heading towards our ship down below. The rock music's still playing in the background. You see a keelboat ahead of you. There is a large black flag flying at the top of it. The boat itself is made of oak wood. Very, very dark color. But it's got a lighter floor color, more like a a pine. Seagull swoops in closer to the front of the ship. You see a paragon. Please, man, would you like to describe yourself as you're in the anime opening of this podcast? Sure. You see uh, Jean Lafayette. He dresses fairly regally for a pirate. Uh, those of you who know him know that he... Uh, has some noble bloodline in him and so he's always dressed much more like a, a captain of a merchant ship than you might expect a pirate to be uh typically in in dark blues and he he's got a a very dark blue navy uh overcoat that he always wears to keeps kind of close around him so that it obscures part of his face He's got darker colored fur. Uh, other than that, he, he looks like your typical uh, herringon. He's a fairly young uh, rabbitkin. And so he's still got a little bit of spring to his step, but he's, he's seen quite a bit in his lifetime. So he's, he's definitely gruff with people. And uh, he's always trying to get other people to do his work, too. Again, part of that's that noble bloodline. But if he can toss his work off on somebody else, uh, he's definitely going to. The seagull soups by, almost goes right between your ears. Do you have any reaction to that? Uh, my nose twitches. Laps on up. It starts heading up to the top of the boat. And there's, there's the eagle's nest at the top. And up there, you see a, a turtle. Poking his head out. So Crew is a a younger portal, um, standing probably about five and a half to six foot around in that range, a um, little on the broader side. Uh, he is actually ducking down in the crow's nest now, trying not to to be found. Um, he has no clothes on that you can see. Um, but he does have a uh, leather belt strapped around his left thigh. Um, and on his right thigh, it, you can see a glimmer of a well-used uh, hand axe, his, his trusty hand axe. Uh, his shell is uh, a lighter green than what you see on the rest of his skin, but still kind of on the darker spectrum. And then there are little spots of bright orange starburst patterns all over his shell. Uh, his shell uh, is very, very clean and smooth, very little imperfections. It looks like that's probably what he prides himself on and polishes it pretty much every day. Um, and then around his neck, you see just a glimmer 
of silver, a little ring with a sapphire embedded into it, hanging on a leather strap around his neck. Uh, the eagle flies up. It kind of perches itself on the uh, eagle's nest there. Do you react at all? I kind of try and shoo it away. <laughs> I don't want to try and pull any attention up to me at the moment. Squawks and drops a bird dropping on you and it flies on down. I just kind of try and wipe it off of my arm and wipe it like on the side of the crow's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The camera angle follows the bird down. Flies in front of a door where there's wide open um, into the kind of the cabin of the, the boat. Um, there's a table in there. There's a small kitchenette. There's a, a human. Is he away doing what? So you see a human, uh, six foot one. Uh, he's very thin. Uh, he's uh, pale, but with uh, jet black hair, uh, set with a, a wooden carved knife and fork uh, with a man bun on top of his head. And he's wearing a long white apron over a black button shirt with uh, baggy white uh, and black striped pants. Uh, which uh, stopped just above his black leather boots. And around uh, his uh, midriff, he's got a, a black leather um, belt, which has a bunch of small pouches that uh, contain various herbs and spices that he picks up from his travels. And you can see him at uh, the stove right now, uh, hovering over a pot of boiling uh, what looks to be soup of some kind and he's constantly pulling something out of a pouch and and adding it in and then stirring it and then giving it a taste and his nose crinkles a little bit uh, with the taste and adds a little bit more the the seagull flies over and starts to peek his head into the the pot uh, i raise up the spoon that i have and then offer it to the seagull eagle seems some nods its head and is out the door Makes his way up to the top above the cabin, and, and there you see the, the steering wheel of the boat. Um, there steering it is a purple dragonborn, uh, amethyst dragonborn, with a crystalline crown above his head. Kind of just floats. He um, puts his captain hat on, wears a long captain's coat with black, almost leather-tight pants. The... Seagull flies by, he turns and winks, and the camera angle follows the seagull to the back of the boat. The camera angle then follows and turns to the back of the boat, and it says, The Fates. The camera opens back up. Captain, captain Nadar, the captain of the ship, Dragonborn, has sent down his two crewmates to go, the third time in the past three days, take inventory of the stock that they have at the bottom of the ship. Uh, light creeps open and stairway down and boxes and barrels of different parts at the bottom of the stairs. John, you know this area well. You have done this task multiple times, but it is kind of odd that he's had you do this for three days in a row. But, you know, you just left an area three days ago, so it must be triple checking and making sure that all the stock is in place. This is the first time, though, that he's had you bring down Lucas with you. Or new cook that you accrued three days ago when you guys left town. So we are going down into the ship to get, uh, to do basically do inventory, right? 
Yes. Uh, anything in specific or just like the entire inventory of the entire ship? You kind of want to know like, oh, you know, all your food inventory you have down there, all of your and just inventory of anything that you guys, any goods you guys have collected while you were at the town. What goods do you think you guys would have gathered while you were in town? Okay. So I'll look over to Lucas and say, uh, I, I believe you'd be better equipped to take stock of the foods. And I will look through everything else. Does that sound fair? Yes. Yes, it does. Good. So knowing that we didn't pick up very much and that basically it's all just food, I'll try and get about my task as quickly as possible and <laughs> let Lucas do the rest. <laughs> okay. Uh, go on, roll me, a, roll me a stealth check. Yeah, 15. Yeah, you guys are walking around and it, it just seems like it's been disturbed a little bit down there, but nothing, you know, nothing. There's, there's the occasional rats that are running around. Go ahead and roll perception check. All right. Oh, <laughs> it's a natural twenty. Twenty. All right, Meerkat. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> um, Meerkat, you're you're going through the different food items. You look in. Okay, we got like a crate of onions. We got a crate of carrots. You know, some things that hopefully will last for a while. Boy, the scurvy with the lemons, oranges, and looking at the crate of oranges and crowbar has pried this box open that was unusual i haven't used any oranges yet how are you how are you hiding down here crew like what are you doing in this uh storage unit area well did did i hear them coming down oh uh, yeah you would have heard them coming down because they were talking and okay they weren't moving stealthily down the stairs. Um, did I see any good hiding places that I could hide my ring? Uh, yeah, roll perception check. That's not good. <laughs> That'd be a four. <laughs> well, there's an orange crate that you've already tried prying open with your crowbar. So I'm going to rip my ring off and try and stick it as far down into the bottom of the crate as I can. Okay. And then I'm going to use a bottle sprite, which allows me to enter inside my vessel, uh, AKA the ring. And I could, okay. I can stay there for uh, twice my proficiency. Um, and while I'm in there, I can hear everything that's going on around me. Okay. So yeah, I'm your cat. There's a, like I said, there's an orange crate that has been pried open. Um, you notice this as well, and, and it looks like there's there's like a bunch of just dust surrounding the crate of orange. Uh, Jean, do you know if anybody's been down here? Like this crate's opened. Just the, the three of us over the last few days doing this inventory over and over again. What, what crate? Uh, I kind of wave my hands at the crate of oranges, and I'm like, this this has clearly been uh pride open somehow but I, I guess i need to take inventory to see if anything's missing yes see see if any of the oranges have been eaten uh, i doubt the captain would have come down here and and made food for himself he's always on you about serving his plate so i'm gonna take to my task very diligently and then take all the oranges out of the crate and then start individually counting them and putting them back in the crate, 
see if any are missing. So yeah, you're you're pulling out oranges. Everything seems fine. There doesn't seem any damaged oranges. Do you pull every single one of them out? I guess it depends on how many there are in the crate. I'd say there's about like 60 oranges in the crate. Okay. I, I guess I take out about half, count what those are, and then kind of eyeball the rest and go, okay, it looks about right. Roll, roll me a perception check. Seven. Seven, yeah. 30, 30 oranges, no no problem. Looks like everything's fine. The The rest of the oranges in the bottom of the, the crate look okay. It's, it is odd that there is a crowbar opening the crate, but... I, yeah. I take the lid of the crate and put it on top and I go, well, I mustn't let any rats or anything get in. And I, uh, I guess I find a hammer and nails and nail the lid back down onto the crate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Brew, you're hearing a thump, 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 thump. Sounds uh, like somebody's nailing the lid of the crate back onto the crate that you're inside. I'm just I'm staying where I am uh, and just praying that they leave and don't hear an explosion later from the crate exploding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Lucas is busy nailing down the the crate. What do you What are you doing, John? Uh, yeah. So as, as soon as I've I've noticed that this has been opened and none of us probably did it, I've I've got my flintlock out and uh, you know I'm lifting up the the canvas that's you know strapped down all the other uh, goods and stuff and just checking around to see if I can see any other uh, remnants of someone having been down here because I don't think any of the rats are large enough to operate a crowbar. Feel like we're playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> You're like hiding behind the bushes, and the guards going, "There's something wrong around here." What's that over there? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. Uh, Romy, Romy, perception check. You notice anything? All right. Oh, yep. Basic. There we go. Uh. Started out with a natural 20, now it's a 2 plus 3, 5. 5. You see one large beefy rat just scutter off towards the back of the cabin. I'd like to take a shot at it. Alright, yeah. Go ahead and uh, make an attack roll. Uh, it's a 16. To 16? Hit. Yeah. Yeah, that hits no problem. Roll your damage. Sweet. Uh, nine, eleven, and the rat goes down. <laughs> uh, you hear a gunshot outside your crate, uh, Lucas. There's a gunshot behind you. Um, no warning, just a gunshot suddenly goes off. I I miss the nail that I'm hammering, and I hit my <laughs> hand. Uh, what 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 are you doing? I I bend over and pick up the the chicken sized rat, and I say, dinner. I, I look at that and I kind of put my my hand to my chin and kind of think for a second and go, I could make something very good with this. And I take it and, oh, thank thank you. Dinner tonight. You now have a chicken-sized rat <laughs> in your possession of meat to use. Um, the orange crate is nailed down and, uh, yeah. How many other Keep crates? inventory. Yeah, how many other crates are there to take inventory? There, there's oh gosh how many do you think having been a new crew member 
and wanting to impress your boss, how many crates do you think you would advise him to have you? Oh, I, I would have gone a little overboard and with with all my thoughts on food and how these people have uh, apparently eaten before I came on board, I got a lot. So I would say 20 crates of all different kinds of food, small to big. Perfect, yeah. You've checked three before you notice the oranges. So. All right, I'll, I will get set to my task and keep checking the other ones. Easy, man. Uh your two crates that were not yeah, food yeah basically I, I made sure that they were still strapped down where where i left them and don't feel any need to open them up and actually check them okay um and i just kind of glance over to see if everything else aside from the barrel of oranges is where it was left and i'll uh if everything seems okay i'll, I'll pat lucas on the back and say uh thanks for supper and I'm just uh, mumbling while I'm trying to keep count of all the things while writing down in my little notebook. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything's missing. Make me a yeah, dexterity check. 18. John? Oh, me too? Sorry. Yeah. Y'all make bad. me a dexterity My bad. Oh, it's a natural one. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, you start, you start walking towards the... Um, stairwell and um there's something mushy between your your um or rabbit toes Ooh, i don't wear boots <laughs> i don't know do you not wear boots i don't I know assumed, <laughs> i assumed you didn't but i could be wrong i guess maybe they don't they don't make any to uh uh accommodate my feet what, what do you right. what do you call that type of foot Rabbit foot? Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> a lucky rabbit foot. Yeah, but like the the knee is backwards or something, so it or the ankle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rabbit feet no look weird. <laughs> They've got big feet. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. I I I look down, but wiggle my rabbit toes, and wh what do I see? It is smelly. Mushy, and you are definitely sure those are not rat drop droppings of something else. <sighs> Disgusting. I look at Lucas and I say, "You, you know, we have a a latrine, right?" Hey, I'm not the rabbit folk here. Are you stepping on your own? I will not tolerate that type of insolence for long. <laughs> <laughs> So I I inspect the <laughs> the fecal matter a little more closely. Uh, does it have any uh, racial attributes <laughs> that I might be able to glean? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> that it. if you can tell, you know, bear scat from raccoon scat from dog scat, you might be able to tell <laughs> different D and D races based on their scat. You pick it up and go, whose poop is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, make me a, a nature check. Ooh, that's better. Natural 19. 20 total. Yeah. Um, somehow you're, you're able to determine that this is, this is sort of turtle dropping. Turtle dropping. Hmm. I, I pull my flintlock back out 
and I decide that it might be a good idea that we actually open up all of these crates and count what's inside. <laughs> so instead of just looking at them, I, I wipe off my paw as best as I can, and I, I look over to Lucas and I say, this is definitely droppings from a turtle. And unless you're harboring a giant turtle in the hold for some reason, I definitely think we have a stowaway somewhere. Oh, cool question, DM. We we don't know that the tur turtle's on board. Yeah, you have no idea that no. there's a turtle. Oh, okay, okay. But there's droppings and there's food crates open that shouldn't be. Okay. This makes assuming sense these now. are things that that crew would do. Five? Eat and poop. <laughs> uh, he, he's been holding it for four days straight now. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I guess I've gone through about half the crates already, and some, some of them are too small to hold a, a turtle or total. <laughs> right. Uh, so I, I guess I. I take out uh, my meat cleaver that I have uh, sheathed to my side and I kind of hold it while I'm opening up the rest of the crates. Okay. Yeah, you'll get that crowbar that was that was found in the room. Um, pick that up and yeah, you can start prying open the crates. Uh, run me some strength checks. Oof. Seven. Ooh, these crates are tough. Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> but lucky for you, there's John that's there to open up crates for you. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Stand aside. <laughs> One, you open it up, it's a bunch of onions and Couple that are starting to rot, you can. I go three days, and we're are still we're getting rots so early. I'm gonna need to speak to whoever I bought these from. Suggest maybe throw them in the stew with that rat. I will not subject anybody to these onions, and I take them out. I'm gonna throw these overboard, and I put them in my pouch to just discard. Each one of those was a copper, sir. We've got to make that back up when we get to the next port. We are either going to eat them or sell them. Yeah. Uh, are you in charge of me? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am the quartermaster, so I'm in charge of your well-being. That's about as, as much of in charge of you as I am. I'm basically <laughs> HR for the ship. Uh, I'll salvage what I can from the onion. How about that? I think our bigger problem is a stowaway, potential stowaway. Ah, uh, yes, I'd forgotten. <laughs> I I kind of look at the rest of the crates and I go, I don't. All of, all the others look to be nailed down. I don't think someone can nail themselves into a crate. <laughs> uh, you're gonna eat those words later. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think you're quite right. How long do you guys plan on digging around and rooting around in there? Once he mentions that they're all nailed down, that kind of clicks for Jean. And 
he's okay with just leaving. Yeah. Since you searched around the crates and got this chicken-sized rat, I think we're good. Do I hear them leaving? Yeah, they start going up the stairs. And... I'm going to try and... I'm going to count to 30 um, after they leave, and then I'm going to pop out of my ring and hope for, that they don't hear the <laughs> the oranges going everywhere. All right, you got count to 30. I hear you. You pop out. Um, Y'all both roll me a perception check. Hearing, a hearing perception check. Seven. Eight. No! No! Everything seemed fine. You guys closed the door. You got a giant rat. Everything's okay. This is great. Hey guys, it's Jason Sketch, a.k.a. Cam, the DM for this campaign that we're titling the fates thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with us we are super excited to have you guys all here if you're having a good time please rate and review us we would love to hear what your feedback is i've i've had this idea for a pirate campaign in my brain for for over a year now and i'm super excited to get to share it out to the world as well and give you guys a chance to experience it like i'm experiencing it it's been just so much fun hanging out with stolen and meerkat and lazy man and james who's in the background um, as we put this awesome and epic campaign together for you guys to listen to. If you are also having a good time and you want to see more stuff that we do, both Lazy Man and I stream on Twitch. I My stream channel is www.twitch.tv backslash Jason Sketch, J-A-C-E-N Sketch. And Lazy Man is Lazy Man Gamer, www.twitch.tv backslash Lazy Man Gamer. We're both doing some awesome content recently. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I'm super to do that DLC. It's a lot of fun. I also play Kingdom Hearts on Saturdays, going through that blind for the first time. It's been difficult and crazy, but the story has been amazing. So I'm super excited for that. We are in the middle of Chain of Memories right now, um, but hopefully we'll get out of that soon so we can move on to Kingdom Hearts 2. Lazy Man has been doing, I think, some N64 speedruns, and so I think he's recently trying to do Mario 64. So if you like that kind of content, please go check him out as well. I'm also doing a Brolock Nuzlocke, which is a soul link with my brother on YouTube. Please swing by and check that out as well. My YouTube channel, again, that's J-A-C-E-N Sketch. I bet you'll have a good time watching us there. I hope in the future we'll be able to continue to provide more content, and thank you guys for, for dealing with... We know that our, our sound is not quality has not been perfect for this podcast, but we are working on improving that. So please just be ready for that in the near future. It's going to get better. And hopefully we can come back and re-edit some of these episodes and make them better and more improved over time. Hope you're having fun. And um, yeah, let me get you back to the show. Stand there for a minute, crew. You look around the room. There's oranges everywhere. Now some of them splattered against the walls. I'm going to um, grab a couple of oranges and hold them in my hand and then try and sneak up the stairs. You wait it all? Just grab the oranges and go. It, I, I've been spent three days down here. I know there's not really any other hiding places. So Okay. <laughs> what do you do when you get to the door, crew? Don't you slightly open it, take a peek out, and see, do I see them at the end of the hall, or are they gone? I'll roll a stealth check with your door opening. 
That would be a 12. More perception check, guys. Imagine you're kind of kind of keeping an eye out because you are a little bit high alert. Sixteen. Eleven. Lucas, you're 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 looking, you're trying to determine how you want this rat to be cooked. It's kind of odd. You're thinking about the, the box of oranges. You thought you heard something, but maybe not. John, uh you definitely hear the creak of the door behind you. Hmm. My my little bunny ear flips back <laughs> to listen. Uh, but other than that, I, I don't react. I just keep walking. You said it was down a hallway. Is that right? Yeah, so you hit down the hallway, and yeah. the hallway's going to lead you out, and then you go up the stairs to kind of... Yeah. So basically, my plan is I'm going to get to the end of that hallway, and whether we're making a turn or going through a door or whatever, uh, I'm going to... Like, get out of sight, wait for about five, ten seconds, and then pop back around again, either the, the doorway, the corner, whatever it is. So hopefully, if there is someone coming up behind us, that I, I catch them. The crew, you peer out, you, you notice them both walk out. Uh, Roman perception. That'd be a 15. 15. Yeah, you notice the, uh, the Haragon's ear twitch a little bit and turn back. But they seem to both leave. Uh, they left that door wide open. I'm going to follow quietly down the hallway past them um, and check the first door that I come to to see if it's locked. Get your hand on the doorknob of that first door and John pops. I, imme yeah. I immediately throw the oranges at him and then try and like <laughs> struggle with the door to get in. <laughs> um. <laughs> Alright, uh, roll me an attack roll. Dexterity based attack roll. Well, I have a negative two decks, so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a six. So you drop these oranges in front of you, turn, and you start to turn the doorknob. John, you see this giant turtle man turning the doorknob to Lucas's room. Yeah, so, so I rip it open, rip open the door, pull out my pistol, and point... But again, you, What's he's, that? he's... The door's open. You left the door okay. open when you turned out. Gotcha. So he's he's got his hand on Lucas's door. The oranges look like they're going to be thrown at you, and they weren't. <laughs> and so you're standing at the end of the hallway, and he is at the door. Okay, okay. So still pull out the, the pistol, point it at him. And I say, who are you? Uh, none of your concern. And I, like, ram my shoulder into the door. Yeah, the door opens. No problem. I, I... Lucas, do you lock your door when you leave your cabin? No. Oh, yeah, the door opens wide open. No problem. <laughs> I run in and slam the door. <laughs> I, I sprint after him. Okay. Is there anything in the room, any chair, anything like that, that I could use to, like, wedge the door? What would you furnish your room with, Lucas? Uh, it would be a a very small bed with a table and chair beside it, and then a lot of bookcases with uh, parchment books and stuff, and then jars of uh, many different kind of food uh, items that have been like pickled or fermented or something around the room. So I, I grab a chair and I try and like wedge it 
against the door, you know, like underneath the doorknob to try and lock it from the inside, essentially. Uh, make a survival check. That'd be a dirty 20. Okay, dirty 20. Awesome. John, you get to the door. The door is closed in your face. Can you use my big, massive rabbit feet and kick it? <laughs> okay. Get an attack roll against the door. <laughs> While I'm hearing him do this, is there any kind of like porthole or any window, something like that, in the this cabin? Yeah, there's there's a there's a like a two foot window. Uh, while I hear him doing this, I'm gonna tr open it and see if I can somehow fit my way through it. Okay, um, how how thick are you? <laughs> well, I am, I am five seven and I'm four hundred and thirty pounds, so pretty thick. I'm a thick boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you um, no problem. Your head's a little, a little tight fit, but you get your head through, and then you might be in a bit of a uh, Winnie the Pooh situation here. I I kind of try and turn like diagonal in the window, so that I can maybe get a better angle to get out. <laughs> Alright. Um, go ahead and roll me uh, a charity check on that. And Did you make your attack roll yet on the door? Yes, it's an 11. 11, yeah, you kick kick that door open. Um, kick it and it cracks. Um, how, how much damage do you do that? Uh, that is a good question. What is... I mean, what's an unarmed attack? 3-1-D-4. Yeah. Plus your strength. So three. Three. Yeah, it begins to crack. Um, Lucas, there's you were walking with Jean. Jean disappeared, and now you hear a bit of a commotion behind you. And I, I rolled a fourteen on that dexterity, by the way. No, man, you got stuck. <laughs> You're stuck in that window. <laughs> I uh, I walk back down the stairs and see John uh trying to break into my room and I ask him <laughs> what are you doing? The door's unlocked. You can just open it. A giant turtle just ran into your room. I kind of stare with disbelief at this story. <laughs> I give the door another kick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, make an attack roll. I swear, he threw an orange at me. Or he was going to, or something. There are two oranges on the ground. Uh, 18 to hit? Yeah, it hits the door, roll your damage. More than two? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be six. Yeah, you kick the door, and it, it kind of folds in half, but it comes off the hinges, and you can push your way in. Um, make one more dexterity check, let's see if you can get out of that window. Pig money? That'd be a thirty-one. Say thirty-one. Thirty-one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all looking and um, as there's as like I'm two... trying to push myself out, a little bit of scat falls out <laughs> <laughs> from the strain. So yeah, there, yeah, there's two turtle legs kind of flopping in the window. Um, it looks like the rest of the body is out the window. Um, there's more scat on the ground. Some scat that seems very familiar. <laughs> take some for analysis. I've smelled this before. Take some for analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead. 
CSI this. See, I, <laughs> I told you there was a turtle in here. Oh, well, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't believe you. And I, I, I guess he's waggling his legs uh, in the window, and I go off and try and pull him out. Okay, yeah. Um, so you make a, make a strengthy strength. Um, yours with disadvantage, though, crew. <laughs> Fifteen for me, but eight for me. Hey, yeah, yeah, you're kind of kicking, trying to keep whatever's behind you touching your legs now from grabbing you, but uh, they get a good grip on your legs. Right. You're gonna try to pull them out. Yeah, heave. Ugh. Are you gonna fight against somebody pulling you, crew, or are you just gonna let them pull you no, out? I'm gonna fight. Okay, let's do another strength and strength. Uh, I get my rapier out and I start poking at his shell. <laughs> Is mine still a disadvantage? No, because now you're. I imagine you're on the other side of the window and you're pushing towards the water, out in the water. So you're you're pushing against his pool. Seven for me. I got an eight. Okay, yeah. Um, he's slowly starting to pull you, pull you back. But uh, man, you're you're also slipping on that that droppings below you as well. You don't got quite strength <laughs> to get him out, but you're definitely able to pull against his push against you. As I as I feel his rapier against my shell, um, I stop trying to pull myself out because this infuriates me. I jump back in. Do not touch the shell. Okay, so you're outside the window, and I hear you hear you screaming. Don't touch the shell. You're gonna try to come in yeah, now. I'm gonna come back in now. All right, let's make another uh, prank check to see if you can push yourself through the window to get back inside. A ten. Ten. Yeah, a ten plus plus that eight pulling on you. Yeah, you're able to come in and you uh, you land right on top of Luke. <laughs> I, I turn around and I'm assuming I see him holding the the rapier still. I know who yes. I know who did it, and I just stare at him like, "Do you understand?" I'm going to ask you one more time who you are, or I'll make you swim the rest of the way to Linquina. And I told you, it doesn't matter who I am. And I reach down and grab my hand axe. I try and, like, I, I'm assuming he's still kind of on the ground, tangled up with Lucas. So I'll uh, stab at his hand as he's trying to grab for his hand axe. All right, roll for initiative. 14. Well, for crew, uh, 21. I've got hair trigger. <laughs> Let's me add proficiency to my initiative. <laughs> nice that is nice okay john yeah you you get your rapier and you're gonna try to attack the turtle's hand roll your attack all right uh 12 that does not hit Ew. okay lucas there's a, a turtle on top of you and gene is starting to stab at it with his rapier uh <laughs> John, John. I I feel four hundred pounds of weight sitting on top of me, and I am gasping for air as I take out my shift slice and stab him in the ankle. Okay, roll, roll an attack. <laughs> uh, five. That, that don't five to hit. Yeah, roll a two. <laughs> Total's got some <laughs> thick skin. <laughs> And you're not able to move your arms very well trying to get your, your knife up to go stab him in the ankle. All right, crew. So crew crew stands up 
and he goes to throw his uh, forearm up against the the Haragon to basically kind of pin him up against one of the cabin walls. Okay. Uh, yeah, strength be strength. 15. Much less than that. What did you get? Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this turtle man that you just stabbed at just suddenly jumps up and is able to slam you against the wall. John, uh, you're you're strangled against the wall. Um, you have an arm pushed against you. you guys, do anything? Say anything? Do you... mm. What is your purpose here, sir? My purpose is to get back to land, and you're gonna take me. Which land are you seeking to get to? The one we just left. It may be some time before we return there. What will you do for us now that you have commandeered our ship? Won't take long if you take me right back now. That won't happen. I push a little harder up against him. I stare him in the eyeballs and smile and say, that won't happen. Lucas! Uh, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I, I, I stand up and uh, shout, you're not taking the ship. And I pull out a, a vial of uh, green and red liquid smear it on my hand and then slap uh the turtle on the side of the face and it's a uh ghost pepper reduction and i'm gonna inflict <laughs> wounds on him oh my gosh okay <laughs> what, what does he need Is to that do a save uh i need to make a melee spell attack which is my ah oh. 13 that, that does not hit yeah, it burns a little bit, but man, he speared some hot, spicy liquid on the side of your face. With my free hand, I reach up, kind of wipe some of the pepper, and then lick it off my hand. I'll take that as an action. John, you're still pinned against the wall. Your your teammate just slapped spicy liquid on the side of yes. the turtle's face. So it's going great, guys. going to hope to use the distraction and uh, uh, push this turtle off of me. The strength check, I guess, to not be grappled. That's a two. Plus two is four. <laughs> four against your strength check? Which is ten. Yeah, no. You just, you're just so used to just pushing people out of the way and they'll just move. Mm -hmm. And do a light push and it's... it's... Mm -hmm. All right. Lucas, your spicy liquid didn't work. I am aghast that he took uh, the pain and licked it off, and I uh, reach behind me and pull out a giant rolling pin, and I'm going to whack him over the back of the head. Okay. Good shot. Uh, dirty 20. That okay. <laughs> Roll your damage. Oh, two. Two points of damage to the turtle. Brought a one. All right, yeah, crew. Just got whapped on the head with a rolling pin. Something you probably never expected to happen in your life. So, do I have to roll anything to keep the grapple? I think so. No. Okay. Um, is that that's going to happen on John's turn? So with my free hand, I'm going to try and like backhand 
the guy that just hit me over the head. Okay. Um, are you doing this with your the with the dominant hand? Uh, no, it'd be my offhand. I'd be holding him with my primary hand against the wall. Okay. Now make an attack roll, but don't add your. And would that be strength or dex? It'd be strength, yeah. That'd be a nine. And a hit, Lucas. Or thirteen. I'm more close. Okay. Good there. All right, John. All right, I'm going to grab onto his arm, lift up my legs, and use my powerful feet to try and push him off of me. Does it add any benefit to your strength when you use powerful feet? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> It's good theatrics, though. Uh, 15? 15 does not hit. No, it's a strength. It's a strength oh, strength. strength to be strength. Okay. That would be a 12. Awesome. So, yeah, Paragon pushes you off and stumble back backwards about 10 feet um, and slam your back into Lucas. Lucas, Turtle just bumped into you. What do you do? I guess I take a few steps back to try not to get knocked over by this humongous thing. I I think back to him and his issues with his shell, so I, I try and whack his shell with my rolling pin instead. Okay. <laughs> Attack roll. Uh, another dirty 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Roll the, roll the damage. Uh, five. Five? He, yeah, you take a few steps back, and he looks baffled and confused, and you just... Whap! Against the bat, his back shell there. He's got a soft spot on that shell. I'll find it. I do, my friend crew. I I look at the, the guy with the rolling pin, because obviously he's the only one able to do damage at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Don't you understand? Do not touch the shell. And I'm going to uh, lunge out at him with my uh, hand axe. All right, make an attack roll. Six. 26? No, six. Six, yeah. I, does that hit? No, it doesn't. Lucas? Yeah, you're just able to bat yeah, off yeah, the, yeah. the hand axe with your rolling pin. Perfect. Yeah. This is hitting this turtle pretty hard, uh, Jean. And, uh, it's turned its back to you now. You can see its shell. Mm-hmm. So just pushed it off. I I pull out my flintlock one more time, and I look at him, and I say, "Unless you want a giant hole in the back of your shell, how about we cool it, maybe have a conversation?" I see that I am outnumbered. Obviously, I'm not fitting through that porthole. So fine. So I take a step kind of away from the doorway and use the flint lock to motion him towards the door and I look at him and say let's let's take this top side I bow with a lot of sarcasm in my gesture and say after you I must insist that age goes before beauty well then lead the way as I said I'm going to whack crew on the back of the head again <laughs> <laughs> you just get bopped in the back of the head with the with the rolling pin. Eighteen. That hits. Six points. Gosh. And I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> now I have an unconscious portal. 
uh, I immediately, uh, as he's unconscious, I immediately go down and uh, um, make sure that he's not dying. Stabilize him. Yeah. Just, I, I'm assuming as uh, there's not any threats around you, you guys are able to stabilize him. Would you? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I have an unconscious turtle in the middle of your room, Lucas. What do you guys do? I'll see if I, we can scrounge up some rope or something and, and tie his arms together. I don't know how well that works on a turtle, but, you know, uh, we'll try and tie him up as best as we can so he's not much of a threat anymore. Okay. You try to tie his arms behind his back, or do you try to, like, push him on his back and I've, tie up his arms? Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, kind of like calf roping, just uh, throw him on his back and get at least three of them all together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you tie him up like you like you do cattle here yeah, in Texas, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> no, 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 your, no, your... no, just 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 two arms, just two in, arms in front okay. of him. In front of him, gotcha. All right, well, he's unconscious. Do you anything else besides that? I think we should no. get the captain. Are you good uh, to cover him while I go agreed. up? Yeah, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch over him. All right, so I step out of the room and refit to the captain wherever he is. Okay. Yeah, you step out onto the, the deck and you're looking around. Uh, roll me a perception check. Ten. When you guys left to go take inventory, the captain was steering the ship. There's nobody steering the ship right now. Uh, I start to panic for a few seconds. Uh, someone has to be steering the ship, and I, I guess I do. I do. I know the captain's name at this point. I'm not oh, sure yeah. if you mentioned it. Yes, it's Nadar. I I call out Captain Nadar. Yeah. Um. Let me one more perception check. Nineteen. Yeah, you hear sounds like breaking glass. Um, you look to your right, and a plate flies out the window and lands in the water. And you kind of hear him rummaging around in your kitchen. Uh, I am even more nervous that someone's in my kitchen, so I, I run to the kitchen to see what's going on. Yeah, you, you throw open the door, and, and, and there's the captain. He's rummaging through the fridge and eating all the things you get prepared. Sounds like. <laughs> Uh, he's he's trying to clean up some crumbs off of his shirt and off his chest there to make it look like he had just been taking a respite in the kitchen. But there's definitely a broken window there where a plate flew out. And uh, I go, uh, Ca- Captain, we're going to talk about this later, but we've got a stowaway on board. Uh, what? Uh, stowaway? Uh, stowaway? Yeah, obviously it's a stowaway. Somebody got into the fridge. <laughs> I'm just outrageous. Uh, can I just say inside check? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, when I'm proficient, I add my proficiency bonus. Uh, five. Five in total. Yep. Yeah, it looks like somebody got into the fridge. <laughs> um, it's weird that he's got like a gravy stand on the side of his mouth, but you know, he must have been. Searching in the fridge for whoever it was that got in there. There must be a second stowaway somewhere. Oh, yeah, a second stowaway, or this turtle was more mischievous than I thought. But anyway, we've got him down in the... Turtle? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it, it, it must be a turtle. Obviously, who else would eat this much food? 
And I go, of course, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, lead the way. He's like wiping the, the gravy off his mouth. And... I guess I'm oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, <laughs> roll the five. <laughs> I, I lead him down uh, to my quarters. Okay. Oh, y'all get down through the hallway and tell you how, how you saw this big giant turtle come in and chased it off and it jumped out into the water and then come to a, uh, your room and there's a turtle on the ground. And it looked just like him. You found him. How long has he been here? Well, I'm assuming since we left, I doubt he swam aboard. Huh. What's his name? Well, he didn't say. He'd, he said it wasn't important. He was insistent that we were going to return to Tortoon, and uh, although I don't know why he left in the first place, if he just wanted to be there anyway, uh, I insisted that we were going to continue on to Laquina, uh, and he seemed quite upset about that. We got into a, a scuffle, and he lost. That poor, poor turtle man. Doesn't seem like he knows where we're going. Well, I guess he has two choices. Shall we have him roll the dice? I think that is a phenomenal decision. Splendid. Bring him out, time to the mast, and, uh... Lucas, you better clean up the mess he made in your kitchen. I salute. Aye, aye, Captain. Lucas? When was the last time you were in the kitchen? I was just in the kitchen with the captain. Well, yes, before that. Well, I, uh, depending on what time of day it is, preparing the last meal. So, like, moments before I got you to go down and do inventory. Yes. And yet somehow the stowaway was in the kitchen at the same time as they were below deck? I know, I mean, the captain was adamant that that's what happened. What was the captain doing in the kitchen? He was searching the fridge for the stowaway. I see. Okay. Right. We're totally going to lose money on this venture. Well, let's time to the mess. Right. Um, roll, me, roll me a survival check as you guys... I don't know. Hold on. Roll me a strength check first <laughs> as you're dragging this 400-pound turtle across the floor Ooh, four <laughs> not uh yeah. ten takes a lot longer than you guys thought it would a good 20 minutes just to get him down the hallway but you manage it am I stirring it all during this or am I still pretty much out roll <laughs> <laughs> a constitution check let's see what happens are we dragging him on his shell the entire time <laughs> Yeah, I imagine so. I imagine that would... Well, are you? That's a good question. Are you dragging him on his shell? It'd probably be easier. Yeah, it's less friction. That <laughs> sounds good to me. So a 13 from a con? 13, yeah. Um, start to stir, and you feel yourself being dragged, and there's some ropes tied around your hands, and the sunlight at your head. It's going to wake up right around when they get you to that doorway. 
I don't know what's going on, but I do not like this, and I start kind of struggling a little bit. Hey, he's starting to stir and move. He's got one HP. What are you guys doing? Listen, turtle man, stay still. You're going to roll the dice, and the dice will determine your fate. I don't... don't like the sound of this. How far... how far am I from, like, the edge of the... Oh man, um, if you look to your left, you're about 20 feet from the edge, whereas you're about 10 feet from the edge on your right side. I'm going to try and twist my body so that I'm going towards the, the larger range. Try and twist myself out of their grip. Okay. Yeah, you're starting to do that. Um, feels like the lot, knots are starting to loosen. What do you guys do? Are we near the mast, or are we still got a way to go? I'd say you've got about uh, fifteen feet or so. Yeah, just keep keep dragging to the mast in that way. Yeah, struggling against okay. him. Okay, stolen. Um, roll me an acrobatics check. A three. Somehow <laughs> you have managed to get up more tied up. On your way over there, we're trying to get untied. Could y'all at least not scratch the shell? You could get up and walk on your own free will and stop struggling. So continue dragging him to the mast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all get to the mast. Um, what do you do? Do you set him up? Do you leave him on the ground and tie him sideways? Uh, no, leave him set up so that, you know, he can throw the dice <laughs> okay. when the time comes. Yeah, you get him set up. You fight them as they set you up. No, because it's a lot more... It's easier for me to be that way than it is to be on my back. <laughs> That's good. Um, where's your, where's your ring right now? My ring is probably still in the oranges. Hmm. Uh, in the storage room. Exploded box. Yeah. Storage room. Okay. Make sure it still wasn't wrapped around your neck. But then. No, I, I ran out of that room in in a haste, so I didn't grab it. <laughs> right. Um. Roll me a survival check. Whoever's tying him up. Oh, I guess you were. Oh man, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> You're the expert, Bartsman. Oh, good. Oh, good. Saved by 19. Uh, what'd you say? Nature? Survival. Survival. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. Yeah, you get them tied up, and it feels like a pretty tight knot. Um, anything else you guys would like to do before the captain arrives? I uh, lean down and ask, uh, what, what is your name? And I just turn and stare at him. Can you speak common? So in uh, I I speak common in Aquan. So in Aquan, I'm going to turn. I'm going to say, none of your damn business. What does that sound like? Because we're going to start calling you whatever it is you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the 
Down to the water, people. It just sounds like a lot of gurgles. Sounds <laughs> 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 like the guy off of um, Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I cannot pronounce that. Can I call you Bowl for short? I just kind of nod. And back in common, I say, what are y'all going to do? On this ship, we have a tradition, you may call it. Deciding whether or not people are worthy to be crew members or whether they should be tossed overboard. You must roll a dice and the dice will decide your fate. About that time, the captain comes down the stairs. He's holding a wooden box in his hands. He's got a big grin on his face, and he starts to approach the mast. Aye. That is why we call ourselves the Fates. You see, it is a fate that determines whether you are to live as part of the crew or die at the hands of the crew. He opens the box, and inside it is a cushion pulling a polyhedral-shaped thing. It has several different numbers on it. It looks like perhaps 20 is the highest. The task is real simple. Roll higher than a 10, you'll become part of the crew. Anything else? You walk the plank. Kind of bow my head a little bit. Okay. Out towards the box and grasp it in my hand. I guess I better do it now rather than later. I roll it. 